Hey love, welcome to the Be Loved Podcast. I'm your girl, Brandy Luna, a versatile Jesus-obsessed faithpreneur who's all about building people up holistically while keeping it real. On this show, you can always expect the juice that will put pep in your mental, physical, spiritual, personal, or relational step. Whether it's just me in your ear or me and a beloved guest, my prayer is that each episode serves you in some way. So buckle up, boo, and let's see what God has in store for us today on the Be Loved Podcast. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Be Loved Podcast. How y'all doing, loves? We hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. I do have my beloved guest here today, Stephen Luna, my very own hubby. Um, last week we went over Young Love Part 1, so if y'all tuned into last week's um, episode, point one was single to married, become a spouse before you're a spouse. Part two, I mean, point two was how to know they're a good fit for your future. Um, you must have a vision to know if they have a, if they're a good fit, y'all. Um, and that's both the both, both ends for girl, I mean, for men and women. And point three, it's purity before marriage is just the way to go. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and that's purity in your heart, purity, purity in your mind and your soul. Um, you know, you are just someone who is just completely pure, ready for your, your spouse, um, and to pursue a healthy, holy, and happy marriage. Let's go. That's the goal. Let's go. So, um, I'm going to invite or welcome on once again, um, my husband. Yo, here I am. (laughs) And Troy's here too, again. Troy's here, just bugging. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Today, y'all, we have our last three points that we're going over. We have four, five, and six, all right? So we're going to hop right into this. This is going to be speaking to married couples who are at the very beginning of their marriage. As we mentioned in the very first episode of this um, two-part series is um, we've labeled this young love because I feel like, in my own opinion, anything less than 10 years is still young love. You know, you're growing, you're learning, all the things. Um, and then after 10 years, you, you're more so, you know, onto the seasoned spouse and seasoned, um, you know, I, you're able to really give some gold nuggets regarding marriage and relationships, right? And so um, we want to encourage you with these last, or these four, five, and six points, guys. We want to we want to really help you through those first one to five years of marriage that might seem kind of, ah, you know? So point four, here we go. Point four being honeymoon stage. All right. So that first one year to two years, y'all, after you get married, um, it is bliss, right? It's like honeymoon, sunshine, rainbows, butterflies, sparkles, um, love is just in the air for you two, all right? So um, you barely argue, you like, there's just, it's just great. However, when you're living together with this person, you begin to see, you begin to learn about their flaws. Um, you begin to learn about um, everything that, you know, is hidden basically when you're dating. Because when you're dating, you show them the best of yourself, right? You show them who you are and (laughs) in the most sparkly ways. But when you're living together and you're married, now they're really seeing all the junk, okay? And so um, we want to really talk about that, okay? So the honeymoon, when it wears off, how to keep the fire going on really laying those foundations. I know for me, um, the first like 
one to two years that I was married, the the worst kind of like, it was very kind of discouraging. Me and Steven were super lovey-dovey and um, it was just an amazing time, you know, to just things to feel or finally married. And then one time someone told me, oh, don't get used to that. that, that that'll wear off in a few years. That'll just, that'll just wear off in a few years. You'll, you'll see what I mean. And I'm like, well, dang, that stinks. Like, <laughs> I don't want this to wear off. And so I... Well, just don't listen to those people, first of all, because when you, early in your marriage, right, of course, like, when you are newly married, people are like, oh, that's great, you know, all of that. But after, you know, year two or something like that, people are going to start to tell you, you'll hear it. People would say, oh, it's, you know, that'll wear off or whatever the case. But at the end of the day, it's like... This is your marriage. This mm-hmm. is not theirs. Their story is different than yours. They yeah. not they're not pursuing the same things you're pursuing. Right. They don't have the vision that that you have that you and your spouse have together. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. Um, because whenever she told me that, it was kind of discouraging because I was like, why not? Because I have seen couples that have been married thirty plus, fifty plus years that are just head over heels for each other, and it seems genuine. It seems authentic, and I grasp um advice from them and they you know they're amazing and I'm like well if they're happy in that way then why can't we be like why does this have to end after two years who says that right and so then Stephen and I just I guess went on this quest of just learning um what it is to keep this honeymoon sense in our marriage forever and we can genuinely say that um you know being together for almost 10 years we still are lovey-dovey to each other like Mm -hmm. We, we are, we have a sweet love. It's just, I mean, I feel like we, we not necessarily try to make each other laugh. It's just natural for us. We're just, we constantly are just having a good time. We're just, we're having fun. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Enjoying our marriage. Yeah. And I can't stand when he's mad at me and he can't stand when I'm mad at him. So we're always trying to serve each other to a place of like, hey, um, you know, I want you happy and I want, I want you to know that you're loved and you're seen and you're you're heard by me, you know, and I think it's reciprocal. Like, you know, we take care of each other, we serve each other, you know. If sometimes Stephen, a lot of times actually, I learned a lot of this from Stephen, is that he goes so out of his way to make my day in some ways, you know, like so out of his way. He'll I love something that he does like like, I don't know, just the most recent thing. Like two days ago he I was like, I had a blowout or a flat tire and he had to take my car to work to get a new tire. And, um, so he's like, I'm taking your car to work today so I can get you a new tire. Okay, cool. That's like typical, right? Like he's going to take my car to work to get a new tire. Cool. But then like I get in my car and my gas tank's full. My car is clean. There's new fresheners in it. Like it was just a sweet touch. Like he always does the extra for me, you know, and it's just so sweet. And I'm just like, dang, babe, thank you. Like, thank you. You know? The other day I'm at work and he didn't have to, like, he already had a whole busy schedule, but he just pops into my work with a protein shake um, because he knew I'd want a protein shake, like, you know, and it was way out of the way of what he was doing, you know what I mean? But he thought about me and he just brings it. And again, it's just, you know, him doing those things inspired me. Like, I want to be more like my husband. (laughs) So whenever I'm out and about and I'm doing things, like, I don't know, there's just nudges from the Holy Spirit, like get him this or do that for him or whatever, whatever. And I really see when he comes home or when we're out and I give something to or whatever. He's like, wow, thanks, babe. Like, that's that's so sweet. You know, it's and I really believe it's the help of the Holy Spirit. What would you say? 
I mean, like these random ideas just pop in your mind and you follow it and it just like makes each other happy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess you could say it in that way. I just, you know, regardless of what I'm going through, it's kind of like, or throughout the day, it just, I would like to just, you know, do something for you. I mean, I know it would help you, Yeah. but I don't know what your day may be like at work or like whether it, it maybe you're dealing with bad customers or something like that. So right. if I was to show up and be like, oh, here's your protein shake. I just yeah. wanted to come bring that to you. Well, that will change the whole dynamic of your whole day, your whole work shift or whatever right. the case is. So that just at the end of the day, something small that I can do will just make your day better. And so right. that's that's kind of what goes through my mind. Yeah. And just little things like that throughout the marriage in general. What we like to call it is putting logs into the fire. Once you see that fire begin to fizzle out, call a code red. Call it like, hey, listen, we haven't spent enough time together. You know what I mean? There was like almost like a couple of weeks where I called, hey, a code red. Like I haven't sat to have a, you know, my love languages are quality times and worth, quality time and words of affirmation. And we had not had quality time or words, like quality words, basically in general in a long time, like weeks had been by because we were so busy. Um, And I was like, listen, we need to sit and just like spend time together. And he agreed. He was like, you know what? You're right. We're going on a date, you know, Friday. We're doing date night. Okay, finally, like we went on a date and it was great. Like it was awesome. We had great conversation. We got to laugh and it was just a boom, instant reconnection. Um, but there's just the intentionality of keeping your your marriage sweet. Don't ever just let it just, meh, it's fine. We're married. No worries, you know. Mm. And also taking care of yourself. I think that also has a big thing to do with it. Like, I'm not trying to be all, like, incredibly snatched and super fit. But I, just, I do want to take care of myself in a way that I know is attractive to my husband, you know. And vice versa. Steven does the same thing. Like, he, when he's dressing up or whatever he asks me babe do you like this like you know what I mean like he does his own thing for sure but he likes to have my opinion he's like what What do you think about this babe do you like it does you know blah, blah blah so we like to look good for each other too and it's it's just something that I don't know like it's it's just something else that's kind of sprinkles that honeymoon s- sweetness to our marriage what would you say babe yeah I mean just like you said uh staying attractive too is for the men as well too get in the gym and i'm preaching to myself too because sometimes (laughs) i i I get super busy we all do right we're all running around like crazy throughout the the work day you know whether it's work or after work right but Mm -hmm. uh one thing i started doing was going to the gym at four o'clock in the morning now i fell off again but because my my schedule was just i i flew back to texas for a week and then I come back, but work has just been too demanding, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning means I probably have, like, four or five hours of sleep. Yeah. That's a no-go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but just stay in the gym. Stay focused, you know? Um, and I know it's easy for us guys to to just make a quick pit stop at the convenience store and, you know, grab some of that convenience store food. But it's like, man, just meal prep, you know? Yeah. Try, try your best to meal prep. Maybe right. sit down and have a conversation with your spouse and just say, hey... Whether it's rice and chicken, right? You can meal prep that all day long and yeah. some steamed vegetables. So yeah. it's just, you know, uh, maintaining the things that are going into your body and just staying healthy, staying active. Right. Um, and be active together. Yeah. Go and do something. Go for a walk. Go for a hike or anything like that. That's also like when you're you're being healthy together and then you're also... Spending time together. Yeah, it's like quality time and all in one, which is great. Um, but yeah, again, just making sure that you're... Um, 
you know, again, squeezing some honey all over that marriage. I'm just saying, uh, mentally, physically, and spiritually, squeeze that honey all over your marriage. Put that fire in the, put those logs in the fire. Keep it going. Don't believe the lie of like the honeymoon stage has to wear off after one year, one year, two. Okay, it can stay sweet and lay those foundations of like, this is who we are. We're going to choose to love and love unconditionally. Um, We're going to choose to serve each other and making sure that our needs are met as far as our capacity allows us to, as far as what God graces us with. And what I can't do for Stephen, I trust God with. And what Stephen can't do for me, he trusts God with. Because, you know, we we're not each other's saviors, but we are each other's spouses, okay? And so there's there's a mandate there in a sense. So anyway, all right, so point number five, when those obstacles, I'm saying when, not if, but when those obstacles come, you guys, obstacle, what something that Stephen and I have learned in marriage, trust me, we've had more good days than bad, but we have had those bad days in our marriage, um, those the, the days that we just don't agree you know, the days where our voices may have gotten a little louder than they should have. The days where there's tears at night, you know, the days where we didn't know we were going to, if we were going to make it. We've had those days in our marriage, y'all. Um, they come, they come. It's something that, you know, people usually don't prepare you for. Um, you know, everybody on Pinterest and on Instagram and on Facebook, it looks so glorious. Marriage is just bliss and that's all that it is. No, marriage comes with temptation sometimes. The enemy, if you're a Christian couple, if you're a Christian marriage, the enemy will come for you at, at the time or at some point or another and maybe more points than one. And you have to be prepared for when those times do come. That's why that honeymoon little foundation laying season is so important so that when those obstacles do come your way, those fiery darts do come your way, you're prepared. You, in in ways of, of preparing for that is learning to forgive quickly, learning to forgive quickly. Um, learning to uh, persevere when things get hard. You know, things will get hard. Sometimes you're going to feel like your spouse isn't giving you enough attention or like, or, you know, you're not on the same page in a certain season because whatever, X, Y, and Z, because your work schedules and the kids or whatever the schedule, I mean, the the case, right? Um, But at the end of the day, if you've laid a foundation in the beginning years of love, 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 forgive, 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 say you're sorry, things like that, then when those obstacles come, you are prepared. You're prepared to persevere and get over those, I mean, get get through those valleys. You can get back up to those hills, right? What what would you say about that, babe? No, I think you you hit the nail on the head for sure. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, that's all you got to say. Well, just I mean, just overcoming. <laughs> no, I just no. You're right though. Just overcoming those seasons. I mean, we're we're yes, we raise our voice sometimes more than we should, or we do have those fights. This is not a perfect marriage. We're yeah. not perfect, yeah. but at the same time, we we still like she said. She don't like to be mad at me. I don't like to be mad at her. So we talk through it. We figure it out. You right. know. Uh, just like any relationship, communication is key to yeah. success. You know what right. I mean? So communicate with your spouse. Talk right. to one another on those those date nights or, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't have to, it's not about the money. It's not about an expensive date night. Right. It's not about where we're going for date night. It's not about, you know, the priciest meal or anything like that, right. which those things are great. Not, not to say that they're not, but at the end of the day, for us men, just a little tip, yeah. it's not about the expensive place. Right. It's about the the communication and 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 it can be grassy hill with a blanket and just to sit back and just talk. 
Yeah. Women just want to talk and like express fro- themselves. Fro- I love our Froyo dates. Yeah, like, I mean I, Froyo's a good one. You know, stuff like, like that. Ten bucks, and we're there, and we're doing it. And it's like, oh, I love this. So yeah, and so that's just you know, it doesn't. It's not about if if that's you trying to spend the most amount of money and trying to go out extravagant, and you can do it, great. But just understand that sometimes it, it doesn't take all that. It doesn't take all of that, and in the back of the in the back of the, your woman's mind. She just genuinely just wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's something else that that I need to bring up, and mm-hmm. I feel like it hasn't been talked about in a while. Is when you're going back to like the beginning, the beginning stages of marriage, or just honeymoon stages, or just you know before marriage. Mm-hmm. Is you men got to be opening the door for your women. <laughs> you got to be opening the door. Oh. Not just the car, but the door to the restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, I think, I think, I don't know if that's just, like, starting to fizzle out, but I don't see it anymore. And I, I know, and I know, right, it doesn't have to be every time, every right. day, right, on a normal day, right? We're fixing to get out and we're fixing to go get in the car or whatever. Yeah. Sure, like, sure, she can open her door. It's not, like, it's crazy. But if we're going out and we're going to go do something, like... <laughs> Just open the door for him. Like it's it's part of the date. This is a gentleman. It's a gentleman. Yeah, it's a that comes with the date. If you're going out for a date, that is rule number one right there. Open the door for them, whether it's the car door or the restaurant door or whatever the case is. Push their chair in, things like that. Like that, that, pushing their chair in should that's normal too. I just think that that needed to be reiterated just overall in general for the men out there. Mm -hmm. Just I just don't want that to. To fizzle out. out or die out or whatever the case is. That's sweet because it does it does make me feel. I don't know. There's just like a sense of safety. Like he's looking out for me when he does that. It's like oh, like I don't know. There's just yeah. It's like a sense of safety. Like he he sees me and he's looking out for me and he's ahead of me. Like he gets ahead of me to open the door. He gets ahead of me to, you know, or he stays covers me from behind to clo- you know push my chair in or whatever it may be. And it's it's. Like you said, when we're moving, moving, it's the mundane days. Like, we're going. Yeah, no, that's the bad. I'll be like, hurry up, babe. Please just open my door if you're trying to open. Like, that's how it would be if we tried to do mm-hmm. that. But on date nights when we're taking things slow, it's quality time. It's very, very sweet. So thanks for bringing that up, babe. That's mm-hmm. a really cute um, like little gold nugget there. But, yes, yeah, so back to the trial thing, you guys. Um, just learning, again, quickly to forgive um, something that Stephen and I do um again because we've learned this is in the very beginning it was not we were like what the heck do we do with this like this is ugh. but as you know the lord has taught us and we've just kind of submitted to what we sense in, in our spirit regarding like treating each other when we're arguing is we will just leave each other alone this is just what works for us for us okay we if things get heated we drop the tr- the, the subject before things escalate but we don't want to yell at each other and we're trying to cultivate an atmosphere where we don't yell at all for our kids. We don't want to raise our kids in a household where we yell at each other. No, if we if there's a disagreement, let our blood um our our blood con- or what is it called? Our temperature or whatever. You know what I mean? Our blood dro- <laughs> well, you know what I'm trying to say. Your heart rate slow down. Yeah, like slow down, breathe, let yourself think some. Get your some oxygen to your brain so you can think clearly. Let yourself cool down, walk away for a second. 
Um, you know what I mean? It's just better to be just not say what you're right. gonna say if it's right. gonna hurt that person because right. now you can't take it back, right? Exactly. We all know you can't take them words back. They can't right. unhear what you said. Right? Yeah, exactly. That goes both ways, guys. I mean, women, men get really hurt. Like we have to be careful, women, how we speak to our men. We truly do. We have the power to tear these men apart if we wanted to with our words. And that's not to take lightly if you think about it. That is a son of God. Just as well as God has your back, daughter of God, God has their back too. That is his son that you are talking to. So if you expect your husband to treat you and talk to you a certain way, then that has to be reciprocal on your end too. You treat that man like he's a king if you're expecting to be treated like a queen too. Make it reciprocal. Make it, you know, both ways you know what i mean it's make think about it as a circle like you do your part in treating him like a queen he's doing his part in treating you like a king or a queen and um and it just it's bliss you know and again in those sudden like um you know movements in that circle that kind of makes it out of bounds for a second where you disagree because you're different people and you may disagree for certain things then if you can't come to an agreement then step away let your let, calm down cool down and then come back and just say hey listen okay so this is why I felt that way babe like I got upset because x y and z and he's like okay all right that makes sense well, the reason why I didn't agree was because this, why, this, that, and the other. And so then we're both calm, we're cool, collected, and we're able to receive each other. We're, um, you know, we're able to hear each other out and then get to a solution. That way that doesn't happen again. Even getting to a solution, too, at the same time, it still still may not mean that you guys may agree on right. the same agree thing. Right, agree to disagree, basically. Right, exactly. And so, like, there's times where we've had those conversations where it's like, okay, we're going to not talk to each other for a little bit because things are starting to get a little heated, right? Once things settle down, we can still go and have that conversation and just t- talk about it and just literally just say, you know what? Sure, right? That's how you may feel about the situation, but I'm not backing down on what my statement right. was. I'm not backing down because I still feel that I'm right in this area sure. or whatever the case is, right? And so mm-hmm. now you, I'm understanding exactly what you're saying and mm-hmm. I get your side of the story, yeah. but understand what I'm saying too. I'm not, as the male, I'm not just going to be like, okay, you know what? You're right, baby. Right. You're, you're right. For sure. You know, it is what it is. Because then sure. I'm still walking away and in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking like, man, why do I always have to just, <clears throat> just agree like right. no you don't have to agree you can yeah. literally just that that's the meeting in the middle that's right. meeting the middle ground is just saying right. you know what i'm still holding on to what i'm saying you can right. still hold on to what you're saying but hey there's it is peace. what it is there's peace and at the end of the day think about this the subject right. is it even worth yeah arguing for about sure for, for sure <laughs> for sure and that also teaches you your spouse's trigger points like oh wow he doesn't agree with that and then vice versa. Oh, wow. She doesn't think that that's right. Like truly, genuinely does not think that that's okay or whatever. So now you know like, oh, that's a trigger point for him. I shouldn't push that button because that's going to upset him. But we both know where we stand. Right. Exactly. That And that's basically called respect, ladies. Like that's just downright respect. If you know your husband's trigger points, you know his red button, don't push it. You're, you're there to protect his heart. You're there to love him. You're there to, um, support him, encourage him, lift him up, you know? And that's what I mean by your words. Your words are powerful for your husband. You are his encourager, his helper, his helpmate. You know what I'm saying? So don't down, don't belittle him. Don't talk 
down to him. He's a man, you know, and men are like, they want to feel like they are protecting you. They want to feel like they're, they are, they got you. And so if you're like belittling them with your words or you know their trigger points or you know their red button and you go push it purposely because you're mad at them, that's not love. Well, you know what I mean? Same, it goes the same way for men too. Men, we have the, the power to, to tear these women down with the matter of a handful of words. Like you just... You have to be careful what you're saying, especially in those heated moments. Just because you're mad or you're angry or whatever it is that they did, don't don't come out there and just be like, oh, well, you're a this, you're a that, you shouldn't be doing this, whatever. And at the end of the day, you guys made up. But you can't take those words back. Right, you, yeah. you tore her down and then you want things to be okay by the end of the night? Like, no, nah, I don't work like that. Right. It may seem like it. She may be holding back those tears. She may be holding on to it in the back of her mind but at the end of the day yeah she's hurting yeah yeah and that's vice versa so respect each other guys Mm -hmm. that's it's definitely a key in keeping your relationship strong thriving and going and and it it's enemy you you enemy proof your marriage by um keeping love peace and unity at the crux of your marriage regardless that is your teammate that god that you chose you chose that person and you're that's your teammate to go through life with you don't want to be against your teammate y'all have an opposer and y'all y'all got to get through this life together so don't look at your spouse as the enemy always look at them as your teammate who may not get it right there and then but just walk away and whatever you're there to help them back up when that time comes okay so anyway, oh, we're going to go to our last point, you guys. This is point number six. Um, and I love this point for sure. We're to close in on this. So a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, I don't know. We were at this little chocolate fudge place getting coffee and fudge. And the little fudge place owner girl, lady, <laughs> she was there and she started talking about marriage randomly. And she was saying that her and her husband were married for like 30 plus years, I think, something like that. And again, every time I meet a couple that's married for a long period of time, I love to ask them, oh, well, what would your best marriage advice be for a young marriage like ours? And she goes, hmm. And I have always heard the cliche, don't go to bed angry, communicate. You know what I mean? Those those things are great and they're important. Absolutely. For sure. But there's just something that I was just like, wow, that's amazing. I've never heard that, but I love that. So she says, grow together. Grow together. Don't forget to grow together. She goes, because y'all won't be the same person that you were when you first met. You're going to be growing and evolving. You know what I mean? You're going to be, you're going to have new dreams, new aspirations, new things that come about. Um, And if you, you can either grow apart as you become or you can grow together. And when you grow together, amazing things can happen. I think that's I like, something that wow. we, we've we've used and and voiced a lot since we heard that too, yeah. right? When she said that. Yeah. Like when we've talked to other couples or yeah. things like that. Is just to grow together. And it's simple. And it and it, you, it it's self explanatory, right? Just grow together. One, because if again, going back to vision, right? If one person has vision and the other person doesn't have vision, that right there is not growing together. Is essentially right so you may have to catch up on your growing which is fine but you'll get there but you have to continue to keep pursuing whatever it is that you're pursuing yeah yeah grow together um and like she had said when you do grow together it's fun it's fun it's it's fun to sit back and i mean not sit back but like look back and see where steven was when he was 22 and to see who he is now when he's almost 32 um you know like 
his dreams are totally different now. Oh my gosh. Like when I go and ask that 22 year old young man, what are your dreams? He couldn't tell me what he wanted two days from then. Right. But today he's like, we're going to do this. We're doing that. This is where we're going, babe. We've got to get there. Um, we're going to do this to get there. You know, we got to do this this year in order to do that next year. You know what I mean? Like his vision and his dreams are just like, boom, boom, boom. And he's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, absolutely. I agree. Because what the Lord is showing me where we're going to is this, that, and the other. And we're having to do this. And so then we collab with those dreams. We collab with those visions of where we are now. And we're continuing to grow together. We're pioneering new things together. We're, um, you know, the Lord is healing us in different ways together. It's just a beautiful growth journey. Um, and so just know that, loves, you're, you're sometimes whenever... Whenever you sit back and you're like, you changed, you changed, you're not the same anymore. You don't, da 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 da. Maybe right. that's a good thing. Yeah, of course not. You're course, gonna change, right? Of course, right? you're not the same person. You yeah. know what I mean? We're talking ten year difference, or right. even right. What well, doesn't have to be ten right. years, but two years for us, yeah. ten years. You know, and and those those uh, visions have changed. The you know the things that I want to do have changed. Uh, I mean, however, in that time when she asked me that question, what is it you want to do? Well, I want to join the military, and I just want to see where that takes us. Yeah. Right. So we then, in between all of that, married. Um, Ended up talking to my boss. He said, hey, whatever you guys need, whatever you need, to, if you need to take time off and stuff like that to go and talk to the recruiter, whatever the case is. And it was a lot of back and forth. It was mm-hmm. a it was a long journey just to join. Mm-hmm. But now that I've joined, we're living in another state. We live in Las Vegas versus Texas. Um, we've met numerous oh, people. Man, the people. Like, wow. Throughout the amazing. military. Um Friends, family, everything has changed. I mean, the, just the whole dynamic of, of, of our life has changed, but for the greater. Right. Um, so just... And it's because we chose to grow together. Right. Yeah, grow together, exactly. Yeah, and um, uh, just so don't hate on your spouse when they grow. Don't hate on them. Grow with them. Grow with them. If they're like, all of a sudden one day wake up and they're like, babe, I want to go to the gym. I want to start getting healthy. Then go to the gym with them. Get healthy with them together. Don't hate on them because they don't want to sit on the couch and eat Oreos with you anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, don't hate on them because they don't want to binge watch Netflix all night with you anymore. Like, they're calling you out too. That's your opportunity to grow with them. You know what I mean? So um, take those opportunities. Grow together. Get stronger together. Get wiser together. Um, Surround yourself with other healthy couples that are growing together. And guys, you will experience not just a happy marriage, but a healthy marriage, a holy marriage. Um, and it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Marriage can be bliss. It can be bliss if you do it God's way and you just stay in tune with the Holy Spirit as he leads both of you guys, keeping Christ as a center of y'all, um, forgiving quickly, um, you know, again, laying those foundations that way you can get through those obstacles when they do come. Um, and, um, if you ever, if you happen to throw the white flag in and need marriage counseling, don't think that marriage counseling is something that is for the weak. You know what I mean? Like, no, if you need a, if you need someone to come and intercede and, and be the mediator and bring peace back into your marriage to help you out, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. So Anyway, I hope that these three, I mean, I'm sorry, six points um, through this two-part series has spoken into you somehow, given you hope somehow, refreshed you somehow. Um, Babe, do you have any last words to say? No, just, I mean, just 
if you needed to go back and uh, play, press rewind on this podcast or anything like that, or even just reach out, like, subscribe, submit, all of that, just 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 follow this journey as well because yeah. I mean we're we're constantly learning. So if we're constantly learning, we're constantly uh, uh, trying to project. Uh, what it is that we're learning into others as well so just stay tuned and just stay focused keep grinding keep hustling um all of those things right just keep your your marriage your 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 uh spouses keep everything headed into the right direction and just just yeah just keep prospering yeah, that's good. I hate the word hustling though. I don't know why. Hustling every day I'm hustling. <laughs> I it reminds you of what, what Cat Williams or something? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, y'all. We're going to let you go, but thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Be Loved podcast. I love you so much. Thank you so much for every subscriber, every single review that you leave on this episode on the show is so appreciated. I'm going to begin to shout y'all out every time you leave a review um and a a rate oh that just makes my whole world so if you haven't rated or reviewed this podcast please do so uh, i'll shout you out boo and i appreciate you cover you in prayer may the lord bless you may he keep you make his face shine upon you and until next time be blessed and be loved Mwah. it's me again. (laughs) Thanks a bunch for tuning into today's episode. I pray that there was at least one gold nugget that you could take and apply to your life. And listen, before you leave, I wanted to invite you to go and follow my nonprofit's journey where me and my epic team create content that will build you up holistically. And you can watch what's popping with our foster youth outreaches. That's on Instagram at the B underscore loved project. Also question, have you had a chance to read my book yet? Like a palm tree? no go snag it on amazon boo and may it encourage you to trust the one true god that can make you strong and resilient like a palm tree